am going to go, who the fuck is calling? Oh, my God. Hold on. Sorry. Um, shit. Fuck! What? No! What? God damn it! What? God damn it! Did I just take your pick? You can't be this upset that he picked the team you were going to pick. No! Fuck! You know you send the wrong text to somebody? Oh, fuck <laughs> me, man. <laughs> fuck me! Oh! Thank God it... Oh, fuck. God damn it! <laughs> That's why you don't text in podcast channels. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! Texting your dudes out again, Chen, to the wrong group. God damn it. So what happened? Who'd you text? Luckily, it was my cousin, who, who like, it's not bad. It could have been a lot worse. But, oh, Were you man, supposed to text just, Bianca and yeah, you text somebody exactly. else? Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you, did you text Stefano? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. At least he knows you don't. It's it, you know he don't you don't mean. Oh, it. he's gonna bust my balls. <laughs> he does. And then, like, I'm, I just uh, you know I'm seeing it happen right now. Oh, back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school. Welcome to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I am. It is I, Chen's cross table from co-host, longtime friend Puma. What's going on? And from long range, from way downtown, we have Matt, our uh, third head on this tri-headed dog. There we go. Fluffy sure. from Harry Potter. There you go. This is episode twenty-one. Oh, dude, I was getting there. You were getting there. I thought you forgot. That's why you weren't saying it. Episode 21, we are legal to drink, and that's why, in honor, I do not have a beer. I wanted to get one. Have water. Fuck that up. Well, anyway, 21, and uh, Puma came in really excited today. He skipped down my driveway. He gave me a really uh, corny-ass joke. You want to share what that joke was, Puma? You know what I smell, guys? Can you smell that? It's football season. Fantasy football season. It's that time of year. It is back. It is back. We are back. So let's Uh, get into it. We haven't talked football. Since the Super Bowl. But yeah, that was first, second episode. Third episode. Yeah. So. (laughs) So, And we had a lot of positive reviews on our football talk. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to talk about it. A lot of positive yeah. reviews was, on our football talk. All right, good. It was. It was. Cool. Cu- it was tough to get well, over. You know, it you know, was tough. It was tough. I guess. It was. Yeah. It was. But you know what? I'm. Uh, I, I couldn't know because my team's never been to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you know, way, to, way to brag. Well, they. Ha- whoa, whoa! Come on! I've been through 
I've been through it with not as much as a Jets fan. All right, all right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was still swimming, bait probably when they won the last Super Bowl. The Jets. My dad was six or seven. Yeah, you were swimming nowhere. He was not swimming. No, not even. What? Nothing has been generated yet. Peter was fucking six. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Off the rails already. We're off the rails already. (laughs) Anyway. Oh God. If I if I taught like high school or something, it wouldn't be as bad. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go to school tomorrow, like look up look up a fucking first grader like Jesus. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got the NFL is back. Uh, game is on right now as we record here on Thursday. Uh, it is Packers Bears, uh, the most played rivalry in the NFL, celebrating 100 years of uh, NFL action. Uh, Bears coming off a really disappointing and heartbreaking uh, playoff game. With a double, what do they call it? Double the, dink? The double, double doink. doink. The double the doink. Double doink. Double doink. Cody Parkey? Yep. Uh, no longer with the team. And, uh, you know, thoughts thoughts and prayers go out to him. You know what's crazy, though? They didn't cut him until March. Like, what do you mean? That, they were calling for his head 30 seconds after the game ended. Maybe it was a, a formality thing. Yeah. Is he is he like the Steve Bartman of the Chicago yeah. Bears now? Can he show his face in Chicago now? Probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't. He'd just wear a helmet. No one would notice him. <laughs> I, I'm sure people would notice him without the helmet. Life's tough. Get a helmet. How many? You know how many kickers can you recognize? Who's who's the Giants kicker? I can't pronounce his name, but his last name is Rojas. Rojas. Okay. You think you could identify him on the street of New York City? Probably not. Yeah. So I think Parky's okay. Um, He's never working in the NFL again. That's for sure. Hmm. Let's fact fact check that. Is he with a different team? So while Chen's while Chen's is looking that up, um, it is that time of year where everything is going to be starting up. So you got baseball, you got football this starting up tonight. My, to me, this is arguably the best time of year for sports. I know Matt disagrees. He says April, right, Matt? I think I said that. I can't confirm or deny, but. If I did say, I gotta stick with it. So April. I mean, both are both. You can have arguments for both, both because, you know, I think the next. Yeah, but there's no football in April. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But April, springtime rolls around. Now you get the you get the season advantage, right? Mm-hmm. You've been through a grueling winter. Winter sucks, man. Things die. It's cold. It's shitty. Now springtime rolls around. You got fucking birds chirping. There's that, there's that smell. There's that real smell in the air. Yeah. The smell of spring. Right? Now now you got that chill in the air now. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, it's good. But now yeah, baseball it's, it's starts. Dude, baseball, you know, few things better than opening day in baseball, <sighs> right? Come on. Come on. I understand that. Opening week of the NFL is great. But, man, opening day in baseball is special. But you know what, though? In, in thinking about it all together... September and October are the best is best. Even though I'm a summer guy, I love the warm weather. I hate the cold. But with September and October, football starting, baseball season's winding down and the playoffs are starting. Nothing's better than postseason baseball. You got the kickoff of the NBA and the kickoff of the NHL. Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Nothing better than postseason baseball? 
Yeah, I just spent five thousand dollars on tickets. What about postseason hockey? <sighs> postseason you, you, hockey. You say that you say that the Stanley Cup is the is the greatest trophy to be obtained. But, but I'm best, looking at it as uh-huh. yeah. But here, here, got him. No, you didn't get me. Call, call back because call all back. four, all four leagues are playing at once. This is when we need a fucking soundboard. We need, we need. Where's Nikki at? We need him to fetch. <laughs> Nikki, that Nikki, audio Nikki's file. been moved so far away from this podcast. I don't even know where the hell he is. Um, but the reason why I well, if if you break it down like that, then yes, June is one of the best times of the year, but. If you're thinking all four major stores are playing at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying too. That's why I think that it's it's an it's a one of the group. I I said one of the, not the one of the. So that means that there's other moments that are also great. You know, that are in that echelon of times of the year. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you got to use those words the right Whatever. way here. All right, so uh, fantasy football, we're we're all in leagues. Um, I'm in two. Puma, how many are you in? Uh, do you count the Pick'em as a league? No. So one. Okay. Puma's in a one fantasy football league, and he's in a Pick'em. Matt, how many are you in? Three. Damn. Committed. Are you in the Pick'em too, Matt? Yeah, I was at four for a while. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm in the Pick'em. I haven't signed up. So I supposed to pick for two. Technically, yeah. If we did... Uh, all right, well, you know what? I'd like to give you guys a head start. So, that's <laughs> me for trying to level the field out. Um, I am not in the pick'em. I'm, I'm just... He's at two leagues is too much, plus no, the soccer league I that do, he's in. That, that fantasy soccer draft was insane. So Four, four plus hours I got a lot. Of, I got a bone to pick with you. You you guys, a lot of questionable Yes. Bids on some oh, players. I know. Oh, I know. I know. And I'll explain it when I, I want you to question me because I'll explain. So we'll get to that later. Um, fantasy. Okay. I, uh, I'm i in a full point. My big money league. I'm the reigning champ. I'm uh, it's in a full point PPR. I also found out that uh, rushing TDs are not worth six points, but they're worth eight points. So that's a, that's a nice uh, advantage. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's got Barkley. That, yeah, we're in a two-keeper league, so we get to keep two players in the previous year, and we lose the round uh, above from where they were drafted. So, uh, picked Barkley fourth overall last year. I lose the first-round pick. I picked Mahomes in the ninth round last year. I lost the eighth-round pick. Um, But, yeah, I got Mahomes. I've got Saquone. I have... Uh, OBJ, T.Y. Hilton, Duke Johnson, Vance McDonald, Cooper Cup rounds out my team. I got some nice bench players like uh, I like Brieda, uh, Miller on the on the Bears, Hawkinson backup t- uh, tight end, Trubisky quarterback. I got Matt Bryant just signed with the Falcons and Houston defense who's probably gonna get lit up t- uh, this week because they're playing against the Saints. But I picked them because I figure they're going to play the Titans and the Jaguars uh, four times between those two teams. So I figure they're you know those two teams suck. You're not a you're not a drop a defense and pick another defense up. You like to keep your defenses. I don't. I, I used to be that, and I last year was the first year I didn't do that, and it worked in my favor because come crunch time when I needed to make a nice pickup, I was high on the waiver wire because I made less moves. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Like Deshaun Hamilton. It also depends if you have the best def- if you have 
yeah, if you have the Bears defense on two, you're not going to drop them. And I and that's who I had. That's who I had last year. Actually, it's when you said that Bears yeah. defense. Yeah, like I drafted. Yeah. So I'll so Jens gave you your his team. My team, I drafted in a. I'm in a half point PPR. Um, and it's traditional points like rushing touchdowns or six points. Um, I was drafting out of this four spot. It's a non keeper league, so everybody's available. So my quarterback is Philip Rivers. My running backs are Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara. My receivers are Tyler Lockett and Calvin Ridley. My Ted, my tight end is Zach Ertz. Right now on my flex, I might move him. I have Jarvis Landry. My kicker is Jason Myers from the uh, from the Seahawks. My defense is the Broncos. On my bench, I have Tom Brady, Howard. Lashady McCoy, Ido Smith, Larry Fitzgerald, and Corton Sutton. So, pretty solid team. I think I have the best back, running back duo in the league. Yeah. You know. Pretty good. So, one thing that doesn't make sense to me. One thing that don't make sense to me, and I know drafting fits in wait, the eighth, in the eighth your, round. Uh, what was your gra- draft grade? Just wondering. B+. Plus. B plus, and you know who said was they said was a reach was Shady McCoy was the reach really yeah, and I think that's a steal, huh. McCoy. Um, Where'd you get him? I got him in like the sixth round, seventh mm. round, something like that. But one thing I don't understand is the guy in front of me, who was picking third, drafted Zeke instead of Kamara, and Zeke didn't sign that contract yet. So why draft Zeke when he's not signed? And when you have Kamara sitting right there, who's going to have more of a workload because Ingram is not in, in, is not with the Saints anymore. Yeah, but everyone knew he was going to sign, I, th- I think. I don't think it was ever a question if. It was just a matter of when. But, what, Matt, when did he sign the contract? Like the next day after we drafted. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. We when drafted your- Tuesday. Uh, when did we draft Tuesday night? Yeah, so Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah, so wasn't weren't there like wasn't there rumblings about him signing the next day or something like that? Yeah, but they were also it let was, it was pretty heavily rumored that they were gonna get done. Yeah. But was but there was also like last year with Bell. Oh he's gonna sign. Oh he's gonna play. Oh he's gonna play. He never he didn't play. Like Melvin Gordon, I don't think he's gonna play. No, but see I Zeke's Zeke's role on the Cowboys is I think I'm gonna Stand by this. I think it's greater than what Le'Veon Bell was to the Steelers. Um, I think Bell. Well, the thing is, is it looks like it's there's two different type of offenses. Offenses, and there's I know they have Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper's no Antonio Brown, though. You know, and obviously Zeke is more of a vital weapon on the Cowboys than Bell was on the Steelers because there was more options on the Steelers. You know, when you have Juju Smith-Schuster as your two, your second wide receiver with their other tight end. Who's the tight end over there? And, uh, McDonald. Was Mc- Jesse James. McDonald. Jesse James. James yeah. Jesse, Jesse James at that time. Now it's McDonald. You know, you had, um, you had Bell, you had Big Ben who can make plays with his legs. You know, they were more of a dynamic offense compared to the Cowboys. All right, but, but also, too, you could you could also agree with that because look what Connor did last year. Right. Same offense and, and as well as not just as well, but he did really well considering he was, you know, the rookie and, and still produced yeah. big numbers for them. Yeah. 
And and like I said before, it's not a matter of which offense is better. It's it's just Zeke is way more important to the Cowboys than Le'Veon Bell was to the Steelers. And like Matt just said, James Conner stepped in and did pretty damn good. Um, and look, everyone's like, oh, Amari Cooper. You know, are we forgetting that he's he's a pretty damn good receiver? I don't know. I mean, okay, yeah, he's, maybe he's not no Antonio Brown. I'll give you that. But he's no slouch. He's pretty. I take him on my team any day. Pumas. I mean, Pumas disinterested for a reason. Well, my thing is, would you rather have Antonio Brown or Amari Cooper? I'd rather have Antonio Brown. Actually, you know what? <laughs> now you know. Now I really don't. I, I really don't know. Well, because Brown is more trouble than he's worth right now. We'll get into Brown before we get into Brown. Matt, Matt, let's hear your team. Let's hear your team. Uh, which one? Oh. I guess we'll do my Blake Statham team. It is a picture of Blake Bortles, bald, and he's <laughs> oh, like to Jason Statham. Blake, so. Blake Statham. Uh, <laughs> Leah, so let's, let's go with that one. PPR. I can't take credit for that. Shout out to the part of my take, guys. All right. I came up with that one. But uh, quarterback, Mayfield. Uh, two receivers are Mari, Cooper, and Brandon Cooks. Running backs are David Johnson, James White. I got Kelsey's my tight end. Uh, my flex right now is Tariq Cohen, who is playing like dog shit. Hopefully he turns it around this next couple quarters. <laughs> and I got Marvin Jones uh, as my bench player. Drew Brees, another bench. Daniel Sanders, Peyton Barber, and AP rounds out the bench. Wow. Will Lutz, my kicker. And right now I'm playing the Seattle defense, but I also have Jacksonville's defense. It was just a matchup because Jacksonville's playing the Chiefs, and I have a feeling... They're not going to be able to stop them like they did the off teams last year. So Seattle's and, always trustworthy. They're and, playing uh, the Chody Bank. So and, uh, points. and Seattle getting clowny too is huge for them. Yeah, definitely helps their yep. defense for sure. Exactly. Uh, I kind of did the same thing Matt did with my defense. I drafted the Broncos because they're playing uh, – who are they playing? Um, it was a matchup thing for sure. Oakland, Oakland. yeah. So Ch- no Chody Oakland. Oakland? Oakland with no A-B – you know, I think that's a that's a favorable matchup for for Denver, the defense at least. Um, but yeah, fantasy's here. I feel bad for all the people that did the draft before Andrew Luck retired and had Andrew Luck on their roster, and now they have to drop him. You know, though, I I, I still can't believe that happened. That's crazy. So, Andrew Luck stepping away from the game, citing injuries and the mental state, the, his mental state, saying that. The injuries took a toll on him. It was always play, recover, play, recover. And he felt like he was always recovering and he never was 100% healthy. So he decides to walk away. Um, not the first guy to walk away in his prime. Barry Sanders did it. Um, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson did it. There's another big name that did it too that they were talking about when he walked away. I can't think of the name of, of his name right now. Didn't Walter Payton walk away early too? I think Gronk, you can all argue too. Gronk is coming back. I think Gronk is coming back. No way. I think Gronk is coming back. I I, I would say it's 50-50. I could see him coming back. Now, do since he's retired, I can he believe it. can he sign with anybody? <laughs> or can, does he have to go back to the Pats? The Patriots stole the Patriots stole his rights. Plus, I don't think he'd go anywhere else. Yeah, true. I don't think he'd go anywhere else either. You know, it's kind of like. Just not to bring up baseball because we're talking about football. It's kind of what Jeter and Poppy said 
when they retired, if they didn't have to go through spring training, they would keep playing. You know, and I think the training camp, Gronk didn't want to go through another training camp. And he retired. So I think maybe if he does same come back. Favre. Same thing with Favre. Yeah. Favre was the same way. He didn't want to go through training camp. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Grant Gronk comes back in the fourth or fifth week. Because he doesn't have to go through training camp. All he's got to do, he's, he's in shape. You know, he and if he stays yeah, with New England. He probably play today, but he's got to put some pounds. Oh, here we go. He... The thing about Gronk is he knows the playbook if he stays with the Pats, so... Valdez, Scantling. You know, it's... um, But it's sad to see Luck walk away. A quarterback that was was good. But you know what, though? In retrospect, they didn't do a good job of protecting him. His offensive line was horrible. He was one of the most hit quarterbacks in the years that he played. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole... He was like a tackling dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the narrative, too. It's like, do you think he was a good quarterback despite not winning anything, or was he just not good enough to take his team there? I'm in the camp of he was a really good quarterback with a shit offensive line. They didn't help him until after he was hurt and beat up. Yep. Last year, he had a great offensive line, but years before that, it was me. The three of us could do a better job of what was going on there. Oof. And I'm just saying that because I'm the chunkiest of the three, but, I mean, yeah. come on. Poole would, would, would be a rough guard. Uh, <laughs> you could pull a little bit. Good pull actually. <laughs> Poole's, Poole's quick. He can get to the other side. Yeah, that's that's for sure. I'd be the I'd be the human turnstile. Chop, chop, chop block and dive at the knees. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or just be a fullback. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I'll, I'll stay on the outside of the numbers like I did. I'll stay on the slot. Like you did? I was yeah. a slot receiver. Man. I played slot when we played football. Oh, I remember that. I was a split end. My split end. end. My ends were split. Um, but yeah. So Andrew Luck walking away. Um, he's splitting. He's splitting Abe Lincoln's ends. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Tuddy. By the way, we're not we're not live watching Yankees because they're off tonight. So we are live watching the Packers. Yeah, good call. Bears, and here we good go. Our first Tuddy of the year. Who hit it? Who got it? Shouts to Jimmy Graham. He's still got oh, it. Oh, fuck, man. I was like, everyone was like, oh, look out for Jimmy Graham. Could be a nice pickup. Uh, second year with Rodgers. You know, he's, he's more than capable of uh, being a good receiving tight end. I'm like, nah, fuck it. He's checked out. Now he, he fucking scored. Yeah, he just scored a nice jump ball, too. So. Yeah. You know, he was, he, was, he was unstoppable with the Saints and then disappeared once he left. He's, he, his career has never been the same once he left the Saints with Drew Brees. But... Um, yeah. But yeah, so from one nice guy, because not for nothing, Andrew Luck. You ever see the videos of Andrew Luck when he gets tackled? He's like, oh, nice hit. Like, he was so nice. Yeah. He was such a nice guy. And it was like, was it, it was like weird because it was like, is he being nice to like throw people off their games or was that how he was? But apparently he was like a really nice guy on and off the field. He was uh, definitely a nice guy. A gentleman. He was the uh, trendsetter for the neck beard. Uh, the hero that all mouth breathers worshipped. Yeah. True. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But yeah. Good guy. Shame he walked away, but totally understand why he did it, citing, uh, like you said, mental instability and the constant having a cycle of rehabbing injuries and getting re injured and doing all that. I don't I don't blame him at all. And but it's like Matt was saying before, it's it's this should be a testament to NFL teams. If you have a quality quarterback, a franchise guy, right? Because luck was that guy for the Colts. They drafted him first overall. I'm just saying, he was going to be their guy for years and years. You have to protect him. Forget the fucking skill positions. 
You know, get get in protection first and then build out. Yeah. And one I know that, you know, it's kind of like a situation where you don't know that they didn't the the fans didn't know what was going on, but booing him as he was jogging off the field at the end of that preseason game was horseshit. It was horseshit. I understand like, you know, the Raptors fans booing when cold shit. You know, that Ross, the, the Raptor fans cheering uh, Durant getting hurt and all this stuff. Yeah, I understand that the fans didn't know at that time. But they all have smartphones. They're all, the, you know, they're all cult fans. They have all the Bleacher Report updates and the CBS Sports updates that says Luck is walking away. I mean, yeah, he didn't have his press conference yet. But, you know, you, you, you got a guy who gave his body for your team. And your team didn't do a good job of protecting him. So whose fault is it really? Is it Luck's fault for walking away? Or is it the fact that the Colts didn't do, do right by him and pr- to protect him with his line? You know? I mean, it's a common narrative. Even in New York with the Giants. Their offensive line has been shit since they won their last Super Bowl. Right, but think about it from the Colts fans' perspective. I mean, I'm not saying right or wrong either way, but just some color. They were, two of the last three years, he didn't play a single down. Right? Mm with injuries and well, looks going to play, looks going to play, doesn't play. And, you know, they, they knew he was talented. He, he makes the throws. He got into that AFC championship that one year, but was never able to get into the Super Bowl, which is what they thought they were getting when they go from one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Peyton Manning to mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Yep. And you're expecting this is a big year. You've got the defenses in place. The line's finally playing well. You've got the weapons on offense. And all of a sudden your best, your number one player that you're supposed to have retires on the spot. You don't think they're a little upset by that, a little taken back, especially because everyone was talking about it, and it came out of left field for every single person, mm. except for the one fucking schmuck that leaked it to Schefter. I don't blame Schefter, by the way, for that. You got to do your job. You, someone gives you a hot tip like that, you got to report it. But fuck that guy that, that told Schefter about it, because Luck wanted to go on his own terms and, and do it the way he wanted to, and he was forced to kind of play, you know, Reactive instead of proactive yeah. on, on this, it's a good this point. whole situation. Yeah, it's a so. good point. You know, like I said, it, there's that that room for error with the fans because they didn't know 100 percent what was going on. So I give I do give them the benefit of the doubt of the doubt. I'm not you know saying chastising them to the point where it's like okay, well you know you should know better. But you know, I mean, it's 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 tough because you know this is football is a tough sport. You know, the average career of a football player is, what, six years? You know, quarterbacks are a little bit longer. Quarterbacks are a little bit longer. So, you know, because they're not getting hit as much. But even but Luck played a hard style of football, too. He was a runner. He he, he would tuck the ball and take, try he to was, get some extra he yards. He was mobile. Yeah. I wouldn't say he was a runner. Well, I mean, he would put the ball. You know, there yeah. are quarterbacks who would just sit in the pocket and, and just they won't run. Right. He's a, he, yeah. 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 Right. But... Let's go from the nice guy that is Andrew Luck to the nightmare that is Antonio Brown. So it's being reported that Antonio Brown is not playing week one and he might get suspended and never get to dress up in the Oakland Raider uniform to begin with. And they're gonna and they're saying it's gonna save the Raiders thirty one million dollars in the cap. Antonio Brown So what do you do? Went from well, he got into a fight with the GM. Mm-hmm. Over, they were fining him for mispractices over the helmet and what happened with his feet. Now, I don't think, I don't think fining a guy for being out because of an injury is right. I can see why fining him over mispractices over the whole helmet thing was a little, is, 
is right because you know what? It's an equipment issue. Put on the fucking helmet and go play. Right? That's a little that was that's a prima donna shit right there. But in up until last year, was A B like that much of a cancer with the Steelers? I mean, yeah, he was a good player with the Steelers. He never got along with Big Ben, and you know, Big Ben is their franchise. So, and you can even see after the fact, you know, when he was talking shit to him when he was already no. When mm. so he, he was he wasn't a, a guy that was gonna be a locker room glue guy. He was definitely the talent, and you either work with the talent or you trade him away and yeah. watch it burn, which is what the Steelers did. And what did what did the Raiders give Oakland for him? Uh, third and a fifth round pick. All right. Give Pittsburgh. And and the Raiders didn't like the Steelers got sold with the the cap hit, the dead cap hit that they didn't have to worry about the Raiders until they gave him the new contract. So it's thirty million, thirty one million guaranteed, thirty million guaranteed, one million signing bonus, and they're going up to that thirty million guaranteed because they're saying his conduct is detrimental to the team, and they'd be able to win that um, in court or whatever they would have to take him to. Wow. So now here's let, let's let's play a game of what if. What if he gets suspended by the by the Raiders, and the Raiders outright release him? Does another team take a chance on him? Release? He's. They're saying that he will never dress up in a Raiders uniform ever. Oh my God. Well, it's also and then Rosenhaus, his, his agent was trying to put out the fires that were created today, and he's saying we want to work towards the resolution of this. We want to make everything work. So he's playing, you know. I gotta make sure to look out for my client because I'm about to lose out on commission of thirty million dollars contract. Hmm. So, I think he would like to have it work out. Who knows if AB is past the point of overturn? But this has a move written all over it, and I'm very pissed that this is a distinct possibility. I think you guys know where he's probably going to go. New England, of course. All the place where all misfit wide receivers go. Josh Gordon. And then turn it around. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have jo- Josh Gordon, Randy Moss. Dude, yeah, Josh Gordon's not a good example. He keeps Randy get, Moss. He keeps getting fucking Randy Moss. Keeps getting hit. Randy Moss is a great example. Yeah. Well, we'll see what jo- Josh Josh Gordon True. is is up in the air still cuz he just got reinstated. Let's see if he stays on the path. Yeah. But AB th- listen I remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about AB. I don't know if it was this the the last episode or the episode before that where I was defending him. But you know what? The football is a team game. It's not one receiver is going to help. One he's going to help you win football games, but it's the other fifty-two guys that are on the roster that are going to help too. It's not just the one guy sport. So if he's going to bring down what Gruden is trying to build, cut him. Cut your losses. And also, you, you can't you can't act like you're above the team rules because you don't agree with them. And that's exactly what he was doing. You know, it's some millennial shit. You know? It, yeah, is he millennial? He's not millennial. He's not a millennial, but not it's millennial shit. But I, I hear what you're saying, Puma. I, I totally agree. Um, it's it's more, you know what it is. It, it's the typical big ego that comes with superstar NFL wide receivers, you know? Uh, OBJ's antics with the fucking field goal net and all that other bullshit that he was doing. Young Randy Johnson, uh, Randy Johnson, Randy Moss when he was with the Vikings. Randy Johnson was was a spitfire himself yeah. too. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Chad Johnson, Michael Irving. 
Uh, Chad Johnson also. Chad Johnson also went to New England too. It's another good one. Ocho Cinco. Um. So. Yeah, man. I, I, Matt said it perfectly. You can't put yourself over the, over the team rules and all that stuff. That's that's just poor shit. So. And it was also too what he did with the freaking letter. He put it all over Instagram. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's another thing. That's, like, that's basic you, law. You what, are doing, the what, what are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? Like, come on. The PR guy at, in Oakland is ripping his hair out right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So I. I I wouldn't be surprised if he did get released that he gets picked up by the Patriots and that you know that would be a real kick in the nuts or as Matt says a kick in the dick for the for the Definitely. Steelers because they've met how many times have they met in AFC chip championship games or division champ, divisional rounds you know <clears throat> Well luckily they'll, they'll play week 1 and he definitely won't be there so Oh that's who they play yeah, week 1 the playoffs. It's New England and yep. uh Steelers wow holy shit Yeah, yeah. Sunday night Dean's going Oh, that's right. Yeah, shout out, shout out, uh, Mean Dean. He's on his, on his honeymoon. Long time listener. And he really wants to come on the show, so we got to bring him on. Um, he's in Boston right now for his honeymoon. So, but, but, but the whole, but the whole thing is, is just like, it's AB driven. Like, he's the one that's posting shit on Instagram. He's the one that's tweeting. He's the one that's complaining about a helmet. Like, I understand that. You know, the NFL is changing with their equipment. They want to make the players safer. They want to make the game safer, right? But at the same time, you know, you're not above, like Matt said, you're not above league rules outside of team rules, right? And I think that it's training camp for him was a way for him to get used to the new equipment that they were saying was safe enough for them to use. I think that it's, it's, kind of asinine for AB to think that he could do and say whatever he wants because he's got a shiny new contract. Um, because the thing is, is the thing, the thing about the NFL is that nothing's guaranteed. You know, these contracts aren't guaranteed. You know, yeah, there's guaranteed money, but you can sign the contract tomorrow and then the next day in training camp, you know, tear something and your career's over. Hmm. You know, whether it's a knee, a hip, something, you know, I mean... His feet look so bad, maybe he'll never be the same. Didn't they say he had to learn how to walk again or run again on them or something? Or something no, along those some, lines? Like laser therapy or whatever done yeah. to them. He, he was cutting just fine. You know, I mean, we'll see. All I know is that back to fantasy for a second, whoever's that second receiver on the Raiders, go pick him up. Tyrell Williams. Uh, another good pickup is the tight end on the Raiders. Uh, they, they're saying big things from him possibly. Waller, I got him. I picked him up. All right, let's 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 move it. Let's move along. So now oh, predictions. Now, so NFL predictions. So it's the beginning of the year, first game is on, not even over with the first half. So let's make our early predictions Are for we going divisionals first. Not just just do the the NFC AFC champ right, AFC champ NFC champ and then Super Bowl. So Matt, you could start. Who's the who's your AFC champ? They were an offside away from it happening. Kansas City Chiefs. I think they'll fix what they had problems last year with their defense not being able to get big stops. Hmm. And like I said, if D Ford freaking learns how to line up, they're in the championship over the Patriots. And uh, second um, second year Mahomes, so that's uh, mm-hmm. that's encouraging. 
avoid the sophomore slump, and you know they don't have the distraction of of Kareem Hunt, but now they got to deal with you know the distraction of Tyree Kill. So one distraction is better than two. Yep. So I think uh, even with the addition of Shady. Uh, Damian Williams showing that he's he's a capable enough back to, yep. to carry the load, and and I think they'll have a good uh, double head monster out there in Kansas City. That'd be and, nice. Uh, in the NFC, I, I like the Bears. Da Bears, the best in the league. Yep. Hopefully they address their kicking situation. Trubisky's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. You know, they, luckily they don't have to pay him a lot of money because he's on that rookie deal, so they're able to address other areas of need. So I, I think I like the uh, Bears and the Chiefs, and I'll go. Bring the title back to Chicago, the Bears, over the Chiefs. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Very solid. Pretty All right, Chance. Me? Yeah, what do you got? All right. AFC. AFC, this is tough. Um, man, I don't want to pick the same ones as bad. I want to try and pick pick a little different here. Um, It's hard to go against the Patriots because they've just been so good for so long. But um, I don't think they do it this year, to be honest. I'm going to go, who the fuck is calling me? Oh, my God. Hold on. Sorry. Um, man, I had, a, I had a pick in mind, and I lost it. Puma, why don't you go? All right. I'm going to go out of the box here. Um, I'm going to say the Chargers come out of the AFC. Chargers. They were 12-4 and four last year. I mean, yes, no Melvin Gordon, but uh, Philip Rivers. I think it's I think it's Philip Rivers' time. Uh, the NFC. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints. They were a PI away from getting to a penalty away from getting to the Super Bowl. Shit! Fuck! What? No! What? God damn it! What? God damn it! Did I just take your pick? You can't be this upset that he. No, fuck! You know you send the wrong text to somebody? Oh, fuck me, man. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, thank God. Oh, fuck. God damn it. That's why you don't text in podcast chat. Fuck! God damn it. Texting your nudes out again, Chance, to the wrong group? Ah. Uh. God damn it. So what happened? Who'd you text? Luckily, it was my cousin who, who like, it's not bad. It could have been a lot worse. But, oh, Were you man, supposed to text just, Bianca and yeah, you text somebody exactly. else? Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well. You, did you text Stefano? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. At least he knows you don't. It's it, you know he don't you don't mean. Oh, it. he's gonna bust my balls. He does, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I just uh, you know I'm seeing it happen right now. Whatever. Anyway, I'm taking the Saints. Carry on. I'm taking the Saints. Saints. They Who's were Saints. They were a pass interference call away from get, going to the Super Bowl. Fuck. And I'm gonna take the Saints over the Chargers. You're taking the Saints to win it all. Yeah. I think I think it's Bree, uh, Rivers time to get there, and if you think that's Breeze versus Rivers, oh the narrative, the narrative, the Breeze came from the Chargers. Breeze left the year they drafted. No, Breeze was Breeze and and Rivers played together, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't know and that. Then wow. Breeze was gonna sign in Miami, and 
like had second thoughts. I, I forgot the whole story was, but he ended up uh, signing with the uh, Saints, and the rest is history. Yeah, Breeze suffered a really, really bad rotator cuff injury, mm-hmm. and they thought his career was over. He came back. They drafted Rivers because of the injury. I think he played another two years or another year. One, it was like one or two years, and because they won, they won the Super Bowl in '07 with the Saints, or no. Was it 07? 06. 06. 06, the year before the Giants won. So. No, no. They won in, sorry, the Saints won in. 2009. Nine. The year after the Giants. Indy won the year before the, Eli, uh, Peyton won before Eli won. The year before. Yeah, they won in 06. Peyton won in 06. Okay. Yeah, 06 or 07. All right, Chenz. I already know, I already know who's winning the, the NFC for you. Yeah. Uh, AFC going wild card here. Big one. Ravens. Uh, I think they got some interesting things happening on offense. Uh, can never count out the defense. Pretty. I think they win the division. Which, you know, got Steelers, you got the Browns in there. Well, is it. It's, it's quasi year two for Lamar Jackson, right? It's his yeah. first full season. Right. He's put on weight, apparently. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they're going to be really fun to watch, the Ravens. Uh, NFC, I'm going with my guys, the Rams. Uh, I think this is the start of a dynasty here. I think so. Goff got that fat new con- uh, extension. <coughs> and Super Bowl, Rams get redemption. Rams win the Super Bowl. Could have saw that one coming. We like the NFC. We're an NFC podcast. Yes, yeah. yeah. Dude, you're making it seem like it's a... Uh, Outrageous pick. You think they're gonna get by the Saints? Saints yeah. The Saints, the Seahawks. The, the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks make the oh, playoffs. Oh come on. Okay, they made the playoffs, but <laughs> come on. It's actually the first time the Seahawks didn't win a game in the playoffs under uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Dude, I, hate, I hate Pete Carroll. Before before we transition into baseball, right. I have one more football thing I want to talk about. And I want to get your your guys' opinion. Still, man, sorry. I had a I, I had a recollection about my cringy text I sent my cousin by accident. It's just you might have to read that text on the air. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. That's nothing bad. No, no, no. It's really not that. It's not too bad. It's just you know. It, 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 it was definitely a text meant for Bianca, and then you sent it to Stefan. Exactly. It happens, buddy. It, it, it happens. that's exactly what it was. Oh man. <laughs> rough. Thank God I didn't send it to fucking Pimp Squad by accident. I would have got fucking. I would have gotten destroyed. Destroyed. Oh, it's funny. All right. Um, one last football topic. By the way, did Baco get swept away by the hurricane? I haven't heard from him in a couple of days. Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He sent the text other. Yeah, yeah. Miami, Miami was actually in a, in a safe zone in Florida. All right, carry on, Pumasari. Um, Daniel Jones or Eli Manning. Oh, didn't we talk about this? Mm-mm. Are you sure? Barrett, we talked about it a little bit. Eli Manning until he starts sucking and the, and the Giants aren't winning, and then you put Daniel Jones in. That's a correct answer. Now, what I think is, but here's my question though: is if they're one and three after week after week four, is that the time to pull the plug, or no. do you play half a season with Eli? And if they're two and six or three and three and five, I mean three and five, you could still technically make the playoffs. When is the season considered over to put Daniel Jones in? Because if you want three and five, it's Daniel Jones time. 
Yeah, three and five. Three wow. and five. I think that's too early. I think I think maybe three and six. Maybe. Oh, now we're semantics. <laughs> well, no. The reason why is because if you're three, if you're three and five, you you can still lose two games and get to nine and seven. And the two years the Giants won the Super Bowl, they were nine and seven. So, you know, the Giants' mentality is just get in and yeah. hopefully Eli gets it. Eli, Eli turns back the clock. I think the offensive line is better than it's been. Um, you know, you don't have the discretion of OBJ. Um, yeah, your receiving core is a little banged up. You got Golden Tates off of the first four games as well. But, I mean, you don't want to pull Eli too early. But I also think that Daniel Jones needs to play regular season snaps as well. So, but they can't handle this like McAdoo did when it was Geno Smith. Yo, that is still the probably the worst decision I've ever seen a, a coach make. If if you're gonna try out a quarterback, they should have tried it out Davis Webb or tried it out Laletta. Was even Laletta on the team yet? I don't even know who that is. He's one of their quarterbacks. He's the quarterback that they cut and they kept the other doofus. But you know, it's. It's a question that's going to be around the Giants all year. When do you put start Daniel Jones? When do you start Daniel Jones? And it's this is like a Porzingis, the Porzingis effect, where the kid gets drafted and every Giant fan is ready to jump off a cliff and and they want everybody fired to, we love this guy, start him. There are people out there who want Daniel Jones to start the season with Eli on the bench. There are people out there that want that. Like, when they drafted Daniel Jones, I wasn't in love with the pick. But you know what? I'm not the one making that decision. They have to live by it. And if the Giants sucked again, they would draft an, they would have drafted another quarterback. You know, I think um, Hoskins isn't he didn't even have a good training camp. Haskins? Yeah. So. Well, he's not a, he's not the starter, so. You know, he didn't Which win. Which is fine. Out of who's who's the starting quarterback there now? Um. Not Colt McCoy, is it? Yeah, I think so. Is it Colt McCoy? Yeah. So but that's 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 fine. I don't. To me, if you like the Redskins, they're not. Um, they're not in any hurry to really get. They don't need him to start. You know what I mean? It's it's better for him to sit a, a year and watch and learn, and then come in year two. Case Keenum is their starting quarterback. Case Keenum. I was about to say. Oh, Keenum's Case Keenum. Starter, yeah. All right. Case Keenum. Because uh, what do we call it? He got hurt, McCoy. Ah, uh, gotcha. So you know. It's it's just a, it's just a question around the Giants that's going to be around that's going to be, you know, around all year. Like Aaron Donald is is going to be better this year because he had those. What? How many starts did he have? Nine, eight or nine? Who? Dar- uh, Donald. Sam Donald. Aaron Donald. Didn't you say Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald. I did, did say did. Aaron Donald. Did. Sam, Sam Donald. <laughs> Nikki, soundboard. Play it back. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's going to be better this year and year two because he had the opportunity to get those snaps in the regular season. He got to see defenses. He got to see teams plan for him in the regular season, not just in preseason. You know? All right, yeah. I mean, there's there's arguments for both. Um... I mean, if the Giants win the division, run away with the division, and they're, you know, 11-5, and five, and he starts two games, fine. That's fine. But why... 
Why is he going to well, start two games? That would never games? happen, though. Right. Like, Why is he going to start two but games? If, if you... they lock up the, the division early, is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. What fantasy world are you living Bro. in? I'm saying what if. This is a what if. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't think the Giants are going to make the playoffs this year. Realistically. But I'm saying I can see them starting Eli all the way through the season if that's the case and him not starting till week 16 or week 17. He needs NFL snaps. And the Giants aren't going to be blowing teams out. He'll get them. You know, if they're going to... What about the school of thought about the Aaron Rodgers path? Right. Perfect hand for the first two years, three years, whatever it was. He's he's arguably the best quarterback in the league. And he has... I'm not comparing Jones' talent to Rodgers' talent, but there's something to be said about learning from... Possibly a future Hall of Famer. Depends who you talk to, buddy, Eli. But it's one that's certainly seasoned and decorated and has been there before to the highs and lows. Yeah, exactly. Of an NFL quarterback. So yeah, he's experienced and he's been starting for a very long time. He's a champion twice. MVP, um, Super Bowl MVP. He and he's he's been on teams that haven't necessarily been the best team of that year. But if so. you also remember, though, when he did get his, they were he replaced Kurt Warner. Yeah, but Kurt Warner wasn't the Kurt Warner of and, but And it's not Kurt and it's not. But the thing is, is Eli Manning was drafted by the Giants, grew up with the Giants, and he should finish with the Giants. It's a different situation. Wasn't he drafted by the Chargers? Well, you know what I mean. Oh, bang, bang. Got him. That that time you got me, but right. you know my point. My point is, is that he was, he's been a Giant for his entire career. Kurt Warner was a journeyman quarterback at that point. You know, you didn't. He, they didn't draft him. They didn't get him. They didn't trade for him on draft day. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a different situation when you're sitting Eli Manning to benching Kurt Warner or Kerry Collins. I, I understand the point you're making here. My point is that that's why it's such a difficult decision to just outright outright bench Eli. It's it's difficult because the Giants do have a slim a slim chance though. It's not like the Giants are totally shit. They're not bad, dude. I'm not saying I, I'm. They're, the, they're, they're not a playoff bad. team. You think they're bad? Horrendous. All right, mate. Their defense is terrible. All right. Okay. Dude, when 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 freaking Peppers is your oldest guy, your leader on the defense, and he's been in the league two years. Oh shit! That's, wait, that's wait, what happened to uh? What happened to Jack Rabbit? He's gone. Oh fuck! Where'd he go? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Jack Rabbit's still on the team. Is he? Landon Collins is the one that left. Well, whatever. Collins definitely left. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we know where we stand on this. Let's let's keep it moving because now we are. Uh, we're. That, that was good though. He I, is a, he is a giant. Jack Rabbit. Jack Rabbit is a giant. Jack Rabbit confirmed giant. Uh, good NFL heavy though. I like it. NFL heavy to start the show. It's back better than ever. Uh, let's let's quickly let's do this quick. Okay. All right. Let's quickly go over MLB playoff races. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I challenged Puma. He's going to make me a promise. He's not going to harp on the Yankees. Obviously, we can talk about them, but we're not going to keep this Yankee focused. We're going to share the love. All right? Right, Puma? Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fuck? I was going to say, what the fuck was that? That's baseball, Susan. <laughs> That's base. You know, Michael K dropped that line the other day during Every, the game. Everyone's dropping that. That's now. base. That's baseball, Susan. Everyone's dropping that now. So, all right. So as of right now, it is September fifth at nine thirty. The time, Yankees. Time matters. The Yankees have the best record in the American League. And best record in baseball. 
Yeah. What happened? Best record in baseball. Best well, best record in baseball by a half game. On the they played one less game than the than the Dodgers. Um, the they're up two games on Houston. So if the playoffs were to end today, no, if, the, if the play if the season were to end today, if the season were to, uh, yeah, I'm dude, I'm tired. If the season were to end today, the Yankees would play the winner of Oakland and Tampa Bay, and that game would be in <sighs> That's Oakland. Not good. That is not good. Minnesota would play Houston, with Houston being the home team. In the National League, the Dodgers would play the winner of the wild card game, which is Washington and the Cubs, and that game would be played in Washington. Atlanta and the Cardinals would play each other. And the Mets are five games out. Right, Just wanted to throw that one in there. Before Puma feels like he has to go on a rant about the Mets. Um, is, it, is it crazy to say I'd rather have... The Yankees finished second in the American League. Yes. It's crazy? Yes. That's crazy to say? Do you want to have game six and seven played in Houston again? I don't want to face Oakland the first round of the playoffs. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Why not? They're going to have to win one game in Oakland. And they just took two out of three from them at home. At at Yankee Stadium? Yeah, that's what I mean. What happened when the Yankees were in Oakland? They got to take one game in Oakland. One game. Okay. What happened last time? They got swept. Okay. But they didn't, they, 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 you know, it happened. They got their shit kicked in, dude. You know, it's baseball, Susan. It don't matter. Every day is different. All right, that's true. Yes. I'm just saying I would feel more comfortable playing the Twins than the fucking A's. I'd rather play the Rays. Okay, then again, right, the, the A's got to beat the Rays. I'd rather play the, the Rays than the Twins. The A's. <laughs> but you're stupid if you think that you want to play the League Championship Series game six and seven in Houston. Or in Minnesota, because the Yankees might win the World Series in 2017 if those games are at home. Every team won the every home game was won by the home team in that championship series in 2017. They went to to Houston with three games to two lead. Yes. So you would rather be a two seed and have home field in the division series and not the championship series. I'm thinking. And then have to go to L.A. four times. I'm thinking. I'm not scared of going to L.A. I'm just saying. I'm not scared of going to L.A. I'm scared of going to fucking Oakland. For two games. If the Yankees... They, okay. they, got, they got beat by them. But, recently. But, but here, recently. but think if, of it... If this series was in fucking April or May, I wouldn't care. It just happened. Okay, but think of it this way then. Let's say they do play the A's in the division round. Oh, here we go. We're on the fucking Yankee talk. Okay. Fucking damn it. You asked. I know. Okay, so blame it's your fault. I know. Okay, if the Yankees take the first two games of the series and go to Oakland 2-0 and they get swept in Oakland and they win it in five, who cares what they did in Oakland? If they take care of their business at home and win their home games, they win the series. Who cares what they do in Oakland? Now, if they split at home and go to Oakland tied, then they're in trouble. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine, 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 fine. Uh... Dodgers, who are they possibly playing, Puma? The Nationals or the Cubs. Who and can, who if you're a Dodgers it? fan, you do not want to play the Nationals. Do not want to play the Nationals. You'd rather play the Cubs. Whoa, really? The Nationals have look listen they have Corbin, Strasburg, and Scherzer. How they been doing? I know Scherzer's been a beast, but the other guys They all have there was a stat. I think they all have over two hundred strikeouts. Jesus. So and Corbin pitching at home is pretty legit. Yeah. Shit. You know. That's a good little. I like. I like. I like stats like that. 
performs better at home. So, if you're a Dodgers fan, you don't want to play the Nationals. You want to play the Cubs. And Arizona's three games back. Now... Could the Nationals make a deep run if they beat the Dodgers? Yes. You think... If because... They, if they meet up with the Braves... They have the pitching. You think if they meet up with the Braves, who takes that? Nationals. Yeah? They still have better pitching. But the Braves finished ahead of them in, in that very division. I think that if... The Nationals, you got to remember, the Nationals had a shitty start. Yeah, they did. And now they're playing good baseball. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. No, I'm wrong. 7-3 and three in their last 10. But Atlanta is a good team. But they're young, right? They're, Donaldson and Freeman are leading them. They have McCann. But Albies and Alcuna are still young. They're still maturing. They're still growing. And I believe that if you're Washington, if you can get by the Dodgers... You like your chances. And how poetic would it be if the Yankees played the Nationals in the World Series and Corbin shoved it up their ass at Yankee Stadium? Hmm. Now, if I'm the Yankees and I and I get through the American League, I don't want to play Washington. I don't want to play Washington. I'll I, 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 Take on anybody else. I'll take on anybody else but Washington. Yeah, I'm not really worried about the Braves. Um, pitching, like you said, not they don't really have much. Right. Dial, so, Dallas Keuchel. Ful, yeah, and the other guy, Fultonavich. Ful, Fultonavich. Uh, nothing like, nothing stellar there. Um, anybody, the Dodgers. I mean, we just, we just wiped the floor with them. We should have won. We should have swept that series. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good, it's a good point, man. Nationals could make some noise. I like that. You know, and they have the offense too, and they're doing it without Harper. I've always liked Ryan Zimmerman. Always liked them. Zimmer, they have Zimmerman, Soto, Randone, uh, Trey Turner. Who? Who? Randone. Who? Randone? Randone. I don't think it's Randone. R E N Randone. 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 All right, Crazy not, Frog. Not Chin Randone. Not Chin Randone, no. Um, but they shout, have. They shout have, out Chin Randone. They they have the um, they have the offense. They have the pitching. Their bullpen is suspect. So, the way to beat that the Washington Nationals, if you're the Dodgers, is to be patient at the plate, well, make their starters throw pitches. That's that's literally exactly what the Yankees do. Yeah. They grind. You got to grind out at bats against a team like the Nationals. Yep. The Nationals have lost a lot of games, a lot of games late, because of their bullpen. Mm. Um, all right. So we'll see, but. That's not even the most... That wild card is not even as exciting as the American League wild card because Cleveland's only a game out. Yeah. So... That, and that, that could be a big difference. And how about... Imagine this. Imagine if Oakland and Cleveland ended in a tie and they had to play a playoff game to get into the wild card game. Let's say Oakland wins that game and then they win the wild card game. Now their third starter is starting game one of the, of the, Ameri- of the, of the division round against the Yankees. Now, I, a lot of people in the baseball world think Houston is going to take over the best record. Um, but the way the Yankees are playing, if they just keep this pace, if they go, I was doing the math today. If they go, they have 21 games left. Mm-hmm. They go 17 and four. They, they finish with 106 <sighs> That's wins. Pretty damn good. And they they're capable of doing that. They could. But if you look at the Houston, the Houston schedule, yeah, they're playing. The Rangers. They're playing the Seattle. They're playing two of the worst teams in the 
actually, Texas is Texas, and the Angels are right behind Boston, but they're still 13 games out of the wild card. But they're 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 a weaker opponent compared to like the Yankees have to go into Boston this week and play Boston four times in Fenway. Then they have to go play two games against the Rays. Then they have to go to Canada and play Toronto. Right? They're not playing Baltimore anymore. So, and Toronto always plays them tough. Yeah, it's true. So, if the schedule has a factor in who has the best record, Houston might overtake the Yankees. But if the Yankees can just play their game, continue to get healthy, you know, Stanton is on his way back. Severino's close. Batanzas looks good. I really don't care about Stanton. Well, you know that if Stanton's healthy, he's going to play. I know. Not saying I'm happy about it. So, you know, I mean, it, it really, um, the Yankees just need to keep doing what they're doing. They need to, they can possibly end the Red Sox here, uh, season next, this weekend if they take three out of four. Um, but we'll see. But they got to keep winning series and they, they got to just try to keep pace with Houston. It's going to come down to the last big, weekend. Big heave. Oh, oh no. Not quite. Not quite. All right. Well, that was made a lot of good points. So that's good. I like it. You know, and plus the fact I want the Yankees to have home field advantage throughout because I just bought all those playoff tickets, <laughs> and if they have home field, they got more games, which means more games I get to go to. There you go. That's the, the true, the root of of his, <laughs> uh, yeah. of his interest. But but listen, and I will go back to it. Oh, he's gonna... In 2017, yes. if they had home field advantage, right. they would have been playing in the World Series that okay. year. Okay. If you if if you've listened to the last four episodes of this podcast, you have heard that line three times. You may have heard it once, or two. maybe, maybe. We have to go back to the tape. Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Uh, U.S. Open. What's going on? Uh, right now. Quick. All right. Fine. Fine. This is this is the fine. Okay. U.S. Open. I actually sat down and watched yeah, the last Federer, yeah, the last Federer match. Yeah. Um, Federer looked great up until the fifth set, where the court monster got him. You know, playing on the hard concrete uh, in Queens got to neck, neck and back issues. Look at this guy. And you know what? He didn't look the same. He didn't look the same. I mean, his his serve was still, you know, had the velocity, but what I was the way he was playing that fifth set was aggravating because he kept doing the same shit. He kept going up to the net, and he couldn't get that chip shot over the net. He kept hitting the ball short. Now, is that the case he couldn't bend over because his back? But I got to give Federer credit that he didn't retire like somebody else. One Djokovic. Of the, Djokovic retired. But he tried to play it out, and he just couldn't do it. Holy shit. Puma, proud of you. You're welcome. You, you, ve- you ventured out. You ventured out. You can go. You can get your phone call now. Thank you. It's like I'm in jail. Yeah. You, can go, you get your one phone call. Yeah, Jesus. That was pretty good. Uh, Matt's a big time uh, U.S. Open guy. You went to a match, right? You went to Nadal. I, w- I was at, I was there last night. Dude, what time? Did, what time did that end? That ended late, didn't it? Dude, okay. So the women went long yesterday. They wait. So um, timeout, timeout. I, I'm not. I'm not um, in the know of how tickets work for the U.S. Open. Do you get one match or do you get two? Okay, so it's broken into sessions. You have the day session, the night session. Okay, and the Obviously, the first week, there's a lot of matches. So when you get the day session, you can get the ticket for Arthur Ashe, and that lets you go anywhere. You can go to Willie Armstrong. You can go to any of the courts that are outside. It's a really cool experience. Okay. We did that a couple years ago for my birthday. 
we it was like ten of us. And we we you know we went out there on a Monday. We went to the first day, walk around, see whoever you want to see who was playing. So sometimes you could be like right on the court because either a you don't want to see that person or b like it, it all depends on who's playing, right? Mm-hmm. So as the matches progress day by day, you know, get to Labor Day, and then it goes to you know the round of four, the fourth round, quarterfinals. We normally go, the guy in the past seven years, we go to the quarterfinals every year. Nice. And so the night session is going to be on Arthur Ashe. Um, they're going to have two matches there. It's going to be women first and the men. And also at night you might see some doubles, mixed doubles. So we went yesterday, there was a mixed doubles match going on at Louis Armstrong. So we were able to, there may be like 60 people there. It's a smaller. Really? Um, yeah, it's a smaller uh, court than Arthur Ashe, for sure. Okay. But uh, we were right there, you know, walk, come and go as you please. And uh, it's really nice to just redid it, too. But the night session is when you see all the celebrities at Arthur Ashe. That's, you know, the big time, the lights, the fanfare, everything like that. So typically with the quarterfinals, you'll have the woman go first. They start at seven. And since the woman only went three sets... Right. It's typically over quicker than the men. Mm-hmm. Last night, you had uh, Benchich versus Andrew Sue, Andrew, Andrew Sue, and they went three sets. So they went long yesterday. So they they were done by like nine o'clock. Well, even back up even further, Berrettini and Monfit played a five set. Yeah, yeah. In the that was a great a match. Watching that. Yeah, that was good. So. It was good to watch. Monfi is is fun to watch, but also too he can get into his own head and yeah, he was uh, at times losing focus, but he, he was able to get the crowd into it, bounce back after losing the third set, won the fourth set, and was able to pull in the fifth. So the Berrettini, the uh, nice Italian boy from Rome, yep, is playing in in the semifinals. But they ended up going late till like six fifteen. I was at Rose's watching the end of that, and it was around that time when, when they finished, and he had won to the fifth set. So they got to get everyone out from the day session so that the night session tickets can go in. Jeez. So man. then you got they, the women ended up starting at seven. They started a little bit later. Okay. And since they went three sets, everything got pushed back. So wow. Nadal and Schwartzman didn't go on until like 10 o'clock last night. Oh, wow. And it was only a I would say only it was only three sets and it all went three but it took an hour for each set so imagine if they had went even four or five sets it was it was a long night so yeah, sure. we ended up uh, staying for the whole match and it all won around 1230 and uh, it's it's really cool I mean I, I say to everyone that wants to go you gotta go 100% even if you're even if it's the first day of of Arthur Ashe or whatever it is the experience, the excitement, it's its insane. And my all-time favorite drink, alcoholic drink now, is the Honey Deuce. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal drink. Seen those, heard about them. Oh, my God. And then we when we went to the Amex Club last night, a couple of people I was with had Amex cards. They had the Frozen one of it. And mud Ooh. on. It was, it, was no, it was next level. It was next level. Damn. So damn good. It was just like a... A shake, not a shake. It was like a smoothie. Yeah, slushy, slushy. Pretty exactly with the little tennis balls that are shaped as uh, 
No, the little grapes shaped the tent. Honeydew? No, oh, honeydew. honeydew. It's honeydew. honeydew. That's, that's, that's right. why they call it the honeydew. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So, but yeah, Nadal uh, played really tough. Uh, Schwartzman gave him his all. You know, it looked like that uh, Nadal was going to cruise. He was up 4 nothing or 4-1, I believe, in the first set. And uh, Schwartzman double broke him and it ended up being 4-4. Nadal ended up pulling out 6-4, but even the second set, Nadal was up big, let Schwartzman back in and ended up winning 7-5. And then... Uh, Pulled it out, like I said, in three sets, but he definitely suffered. He definitely had to be on top of his game, and letting Schwartzman back in definitely uh, turned the tide and had to make him work hard than he probably should have. So he can uh, take that and, and go on to the next round tomorrow. So And he plays Berrettini tomorrow, which yep. should That'd be interesting. Be, uh, I don't really know much about yeah. this guy, Berrettini, but from what I've been seeing and hearing, he... Um, He's been hovering around this ranking that he's at now, right? I think his highest was like 21 or something. I don't even know. But uh, Yeah, he's definitely going to be in the top 20 now because of uh, be, the semifinals. Right. So, um, young guy, right? Uh, big personality, like high energy. Um, almost like it was like funny you said Mumphies was, was getting in his own head uh, Austin was saying how the Berrettini was talking to himself too. So, yep. both guys were just were just in their own worlds and doing their own shit. But but I liked I liked what I saw. He's he seems like he's got a lot of power in his shots. He's got a very powerful serve. Yeah, very, very powerful. powerful. Um, seems like he can go to distance, but you know with Nadal, uh, Nadal's pretty. He's a beast, man. He, he's he's so good still. Yeah, Nadal's playing really well this year yep. in all four. This is his, his second year of his career that he's made uh, the semifinals for each Grand Slam event. You know, the Australian Open, Wimbledon, French Open, and, and the U.S. Open, wow. too. So he's definitely on his game. He's looking like the Roth of, of old when he was ranked number one in the world. Yep. And uh, I would be very shocked if he doesn't come away as the winner uh, of this tournament. I, I think, you know, all credit to, uh, to Berrettini and on the other semifinal uh, – Dimitrov, who, who upset Roger yeah. and uh, Medvedev, but I don't think uh, either one of them are going to be able to take down Nadal. I I would like Berrettini to see for that matter. I would like to see Berrettini versus Dimitrov. I feel like that would be a good match. No one would go to it, but it would be good to see the right. underdogs. Right, right. So it's it's uh it's like it reminds me of the Open from 2014 when it was uh, Marion Cilic versus uh, Kanish Kori. Oh uh, yeah. Can definitely tell. Yeah, the yeah. I was definitely not into it. It was first of all, it was on a Monday. It was on a yeah. Sunday because of the weather. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people were were skipping on it because they didn't have the big three of Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal in it. So right. uh, you know, even if it was, it'd be great for tennis. It's always good to see a, a new winner and yep. and how they react. Uh, but you know, Dimitrov is no slouch. He was right. ranked in the top five. Uh, yeah. You know, many many moons ago, and and he got crippled by some injuries but you can see he, he was in the quarterfinals for a reason he's in the semifinals now and he's got all the shot in the world to play in that final so uh you know one count a guy that's that's ranked there and you know medvedev is one of the best in the world right now so that would be something if he took fun, down fun federer and nadal in the same tournament that would be fucking insane right that would be insane and the women who we got we got serena williams just won tonight she cruised, yeah. She cruised uh, six three six one, and then um, and then uh, we got Benchich and Andrescu. 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 Yes. There we go. Yep. And I misspoke before. It wasn't 
Benchich is playing tonight. Right, he was Andrew Suvers Mertens. Andrew Suvers Mertens, which is also and... Dre Mertens' uh, sister. No way. Yeah. Wow. Damn, dude, that's that's fucking awesome. Man. One of the things I do I do want to input into this is that, you know, I was thinking before I stepped out for a minute. You know, we were talk. I was talking about the court, and, you know, playing on this concrete that they're playing on is definitely takes a toll on the body. And winning, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I am a novice when it comes to tennis and the tournaments, but the French Open is on clay, and Wimbledon is on grass. Don't you think with the way that these courts are made and each court is different that the U.S. Open is one of the hardest tournaments to win because of the court and the pounding your body takes? Uh, I would say just the French Open just because Rafa's there and he owns clay. He's the king of clay. King of clay. King of clay, right. Um, But, yeah, I think they often talk about the the state of the court of the U.S. Open being a challenge. Um. I think also in like the, it's the end of the summer, and you had a that was the Baratini Mumphies match, right? Where they were talking about the heat and visibility and shit, right? Yeah. Um, the, when they closed, when they closed the uh, they closed the roof or some shit. Yeah. Uh, talking about the humidity was just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mumphies was was drowning himself in water on the bench. His his shirt was so wet. The sweat that was sticking to his body. Oh God! Yeah, so doesn't sound like a fun time. But then again, Australian Open too, right, Matt? That takes place. When is that? Well, it's to- a summer. It's a summer for um, for Australia. Australia, right? And, yeah. and down there, it gets really fucking hot. Oh yeah, it would definitely. Um, and it, if I remember correctly, that that court is like orange, isn't it? No, I oh, think it's, it's the same as U.S. Open, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. So Fr- the French, French, the French is is orange. But, French is the clay. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm what I'm saying though is is that let's say that match that Federer lost was at Wimbledon. He holds up better and probably takes that fifth set. He doesn't deal with the back pain and the neck pain from because it's got to be court related from the constant pounding. And who, did, who what was the name of the guy that he played? Djokovic. Oh, no, no. the guy that he played. Yeah. Uh, Dimitrov. Dimitrov. You know, if you watch that. Some of that match, he Dimitrov had him running back and forth like crazy. Dimitrov played a perfect game outside of Federer getting hurt. I don't want to take anything away from the kid, but you know, I think that it was still a great match, even though Federer was was hindered in that final set. Yeah. The only reason why I'm talking about that match because actually it's the only match I watched. Yeah, I mean, I think okay, concrete is definitely uh, more taxing on the body. That's for sure. But I don't know. Sometimes like. Tennis injuries spring up out of, out of nowhere. It could have just been the way he landed incorrectly. Like it happens, Djokovic happened to him. Um, you never know. I, I don't know. Not to say I don't know. Maybe. When will this? When will they have a winner by this? By this weekend? Uh, yeah. Sunday. Well, it'll be on Saturday. The will be on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And Sunday. I like to correct myself. Hand up. Dre Mertens is not Elise Mertens. Uh, Jesus. Here's one question, Matt. Last night, that like I knew about it and completely wrong. (laughs) There's one one thing I want to ask is how much were the tickets you paid for, Matt? How much is it? How much is it to get a ticket to go to the U.S. Open? Does it depend on who's playing? It it all depends on the round and who's playing. So you could buy the tickets ahead of time, which we never do. 
because we can, like, my group of friends are very non-committal. Like, first of all, I didn't go with my group of friends I normally go with this year. They went on one, on Tuesday in the day session, and they stayed the whole day. They did day and night. Um, and I wasn't able to take off work, so they weren't going to go two days in a row. But we normally pay between, like, 70 to 120 bucks. And it's literally the last row at the top of the stadium looking down. You're literally, you can't walk up anymore. Um, so yesterday we paid like a hundred bucks and we knew Rafa was going to be playing there. Um, since we always pick the quarterfinal because there's going to be someone good you can see, right? But luckily, um, I was able to move down last night and we were right in the corner, like seven rows up from, from the court. That's pretty sick. Do they check tickets over there? Because I've never been to a tennis match. Uh, yeah, they they check a lot, and you got you got to know someone. So, I, I'm not gonna reveal names, but I, I got a got a connection. So, all right, yeah, maybe this, this is like the third third time we've done it. So, maybe maybe next year I might be asking you to 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 go so I could see this in person because it looks like it's amazing to watch in person. It's 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 so much fun. I I think I mentioned this before. It's so much fun because for a huge rally, like a 24 shot rally. You can't cheer if there was like a ridiculous shot until the point's over. Right, right, right. And you would just see the crowd burst. And I'm sure you heard on TV that you've seen yep. an absurd rally. Like, I remember, I don't know if you guys saw the one that Dahl had the other day where he hit the ball around the net. Oh, and he yeah. He ran across the hole. And it, it was it was by far the number one play of the night, like, in my opinion. And it was just Rafa just being able to run over the court and that lethal left handed forehand that he has just put it right. Swerved it right in, and it was a thing of beauty. But uh, the whole atmosphere—it's it, just people love tennis there, and, and it's—it's you don't even have to be a tennis fan to appreciate it, which is great. And it's tennis is a simple enough game, match, whatever you want, sport, where the rules are very self-explanatory, and you know you don't need to say like, "Oh, was this offside?" or there's no bullshit like that. Plus, the review system is awesome. You get the clapping going when they get challenges. It's really cool. That is cool. That is cool. So nice. Good tennis talk. So next next time we record next week, we'll have a winner. We could talk about the winner. Yep. Um, before we get into fan questions, there's one more thing I want to bring up. The Moran brothers. I, I was just watching that. The Moran brothers, Brian Moran and Colin Moran, both went to Iona Prep in New Rochelle, faced each other, and made... Wait, they went to New Rochelle? Yeah, they went to Holy Iona Prep. Fuck. They made history by facing off. Um... And it was Brian Moran's first career strikeout is against his brother. That's pretty cool. So that is pretty wow. cool. And Taking rights for life. And yeah. Brian is older than Colin. So the, the who's that? Brandon is the pitcher. Brian. Brian, sorry. Brian is the pitcher. Colin's Colin's on the on the Pirates. Brian is on the Marlins. Mar- he finally got the call. That's awesome. And they were talking about this all week. They were talking about setting it up where his, they, the brothers can face off. And they did it on, they were doing it on purpose. That's awesome. But, you know, it's um, it's cool. You don't get, you know, you really don't get to see things like that sometimes. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like when... Well, it's uh, history. It never happened before. Dries Mertens would play in a mixed doubles match against his sister, Mertens. Or if yeah, when Serena exactly. and, and Venus play each other. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> All right. All right, Ken. Let's, let's go into fan questions. Let's go into fan questions now. Right. Um, question number one. 
Um, who do you think? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's it come from? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Relax, Skippy. All right. Okay. <laughs> what is the biggest X factor in these upcoming NFL season? And this question is from Lyle. <laughs> so what? who is the biggest X factor? In the NFL season. All right. And it comes from Lyle. Lyle. Um, I I can go back to my prediction with the Chargers and tell you yeah. that if Melvin Gordon doesn't sign, he's not signing. My prediction is going to shit. Yeah. That's all predicated on Melvin Gordon coming okay, back so to the that, Chargers. That's your X factor. That's Melvin Gordon signing a contract. That's your, throw it up like Dez. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it up. Did you see that the Eagles made a, a run for Melvin Gordon? They were the only team to offer. Oh, that was trade. that was a team? I figured, you know what? I figured it yeah. was them. They I would offered have... Howard and a mid-round pick. They didn't say which one. They were swapping mid-round picks. It wasn't even like they were giving it to them. And the Chargers had to eat most of his salary, which wasn't much because he sold his rookie contract. But mm-hmm. the Chargers obviously said no right away because they're looking for a first-round pick. Right. They're looking for multiple first-round picks. Which is crazy. Crazy. No one's going to give that up. You know, I think if the Eagles can say, listen, we'll give you our second-round pick, no swapping of picks, second-round pick and Howard – and 50%, retain 50% of a salary, that could be something that they could work around. I don't think a first... They had the price if they're not going to get it. Yeah. And that's totally... I'm cool with that. Man. Now, is he? Is this a Le'Veon Bell situation where he's going to be a free agent next year? Or they can tag him next year. He can, um, he can get tagged, yeah. So he, he might not see Melvin Gordon for the next two years. He's well, not going to sit two years, though. Nah, no way. He's not going to sit a year. You think he comes back at some point? Yeah. I, I I think he's playing this year for sure. I think so. That's a pass interference if I've ever seen one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so, Chance, biggest X factor. X factor for me. Todd Gurley's knees. You know what? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, because just like you, my my Super Bowl would be shot. If the, if the Rams can't keep Todd Gurley... They're done. I don't care who who's on the the receiving end of Goff's throws. I don't care about the defense. They were the offense they were because they were balanced and because Todd Gurley was not only running the ball well but catching balls from the backfield. And uh, you know it really showed in the Super Bowl when he just wasn't hundred percent. It's a totally different team, man. If Goff doesn't have that play action threat, it's it's sad to say. You know, I wish I could. I wish I can say, yeah, Jared Goff can do it no matter what. But he is a benefit beneficiary, I guess is the proper term. I think of the system that he's in. Well, I think to add on to that too, Ty Gurley makes that offense go. And if you take away a weapon like Todd Gurley, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Then it doesn't matter. It does. I mean, like you said, it doesn't matter who's catching the ball. But if you take away that dynamic of the offense, I mean, apparently you said that the second string running back is good. Yeah, he's good at catching, but apparently he blows at running. So what good are you if you hey, your running back can't run? The human bowling ball's still out there. No, he's not. C.J. Anderson signed. He's on team. Who did he sign with? Um, I hear clicking. I think Max loading it up now. So. Um, but Detroit, Detroit, God, Detroit, Detroit. Why the fuck would you go to Detroit? Ugh. You're gonna go where the money is. I guess. Him and Johnson could be a good combo. Yeah, that's true. All right, Matt. Biggest X factor. Uh, it's gonna be 
can the Cleveland Browns keep the expectations in check, hmm. or at least their team in check, with their high expectations that they have? Yeah, because I, everyone's making them the, you know, the quote-unquote dark horse. If, but I don't know how you can call them a dark horse if everyone's picking them. But they have a very dynamic offense now. But granted, it's with a second-year quarterback, with a new head coach, with two very fiery guys in Landry and Odell. You got Chubb, who's a good running back, but then you also have Kareem Hunt with his issues coming back late after suspension. How are they going to be able to mix all these personalities and talent together to put a consistent offense out there? Because their defense is going to be great. They should have a great defense on paper. It's one of the best in the NFL. So Mm. can they keep their offense in check and and their emotions in check when things necessarily might not go their way? And we'll be able to move forward and live up to these these lofty goals of winning the division, which would be really refreshing to see outside of the top three that they've been having between the Steelers, Ravens, and, and Bengals kind of rotating each seems like each year so they'll win that division. So yeah. it'd be good for Cleveland. It'd be good for the NFL to see a new team in there. And, and I think everyone's kind of good on Baker because, you know, he's he's fiery guy. I love Baker. I'm a big Baker guy. He's a fiery guy. I like him. He says what's on his mind. And, and you know, he... I don't like when he was apologizing for things he was doing in college, but at the same time, I, I understand why he had to. But in general, I just love how, how confident he is and, and how he backed it up on the field as well. That's Yeah, I'm glad you said that because there's a difference between being confident and uh, not showing up on the field. He's backing it up. Um, right. Piggybacking what you were saying, big egos on the team, big personalities. Um, it, it's going to be fun to see former college teammates playing against uh, playing with each other again uh yep. Landry and um Beckham Jr. uh great opportunity this could be a really good opportunity for Baker Mayfield to become the leader that his team needs him to be as a quarterback can he cuz he's got a big ego himself but can he kind of put that in the, on the back burner and and then try to uh keep the other egos and personalities in check, like you were saying. Um, if he can do that, man, fucking Browns, dude. Like you were saying, their defense is no joke. Miles Garrett is a fucking freak. He, the, the body issue came out, ESPN body issue. This guy, he was he was featured in it. This guy is the slimmest, most ripped big guy I've ever seen. Even Aaron, better than Dude, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is big. He's thick. Like, That's what she said. He's he's like his his six Aaron Donald six pack is like it looks like you you just draw it on somebody mm-hmm. without giving that body a, a, a good shape. Mm-hmm. He's just a big square mm-hmm. of muscle. Miles Garrett is like chiseled. Chiseled. He's like a fucking machine, dude. Um. Bro, I was I was in awe. It's, it's crazy. To add to add, so we don't have to talk about body issues here. All right, coming so, from the fucking guy who was talking about <laughs> fucking presidents at the beginning of the of the fucking show. Okay, well that's that stuff is like not in the show, so they don't nobody knows. Oh whoa whoa whoa. So, whoa whoa whoa! If we're putting my fucking shitting farts on there, we're putting you talking about you banging Abe Lincoln. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I think your I think your reaction I, I to wanna, sending the wrong text takes. I want that. it. No, stop. No it. pun intended. Stop it. <laughs> Matt's throwing on an idea. Lay, let's do it. MFK. And you go. 
All right, let's do U.S. presidents. <laughs> why is that the first? Why is that the first thought in your I'm mind? I'm a social studies teacher. I've been teaching it all day. Anyway, I don't, that, that, I don't get it. Back, back to the middle. Back to the middle here. Back to the middle. Back to the middle. Um, with jumping on the Browns thing, I think the Browns are a year away. I think they have to take this year to mold everybody together. There are, like everybody said, I'll be the third one to say it. There are a ton of egos on this team. Um, Beckham, Landry, Hunt's issues, Baker Mayfield, the list goes on. But, you know, I think they need a year. I think if they can get a wild card spot and get in, that's a positive step. And then next year, they should shoot for the division. And next year, they're really going to be more of a of dog in the fight. I think that they're a year away. But right. I think that if they, they can make the playoffs, they can contend. You know, and not for nothing. Landry and and um, Odell been wanting to play together since Landry got cut from Miami. Yeah. He was angling him for the Giants to go after him, but the Giants didn't, and yeah. then they traded Odell to Cleveland. Uh, so that's a good question from Lyle. Who do you, who do you think is fault with that? Who do you think's winning the division then? If the Browns are ready to win, well, according well, Chance, how are the Ravens getting in the playoffs? Wild card or division? Because you have the Ravens. I, I said that they they win the division. So you have the Ravens. I think the Steelers will win the division. I don't think the Bengals. Okay. I think the Bengals are done. Dude, the Bengals. The Bengals are to be dog. Bengals suck. All right, they suck. So. All right, let's move on. Thank thank you, Lyle. Question number two. What are your thoughts on the situation with Romelu? And this question comes from Mario. Mario. All right. So this was this is uh, some soccer talk uh, pertaining to Serie A, um, Italy, Italy soccer. Uh, the question I believe he's referring, or the uh, situation he's referring to, is the racist chance that um, Cagliari fans, uh, a small team in in southern Italy. We're dishing out to a star player, a recent transfer on Inter Milan, Romelu Lukaku, who is, uh, he is black, he's from Belgium. Uh, Matt, what were the, what were they, just like monkey, monkey chants or something? It was, it was very loud, visible monkey noise chants at Lukaku as he was stepping up to take what ended up being the winning penalty of the, the game versus, uh. Kyrie in Kyrie and uh, it was of course on Twitter the narrative was this needs to be addressed and this needs there needs to be some action and we've seen this time and time again in Italy specifically Italy I mean we Trent and I watch it a lot more than any other league but we've seen constantly teams fans being racist towards black players Mm -hmm. and Nothing is ever done. It's never. You don't see point deductions. You don't see stadium bans. You don't see monetary fines. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of brushed under until it happens again. It really. And it's not addressed at it, all. It's, it's really bad. It's yeah. really. It's and, and that's what and Lukaku's saying. You know, in a post, I, I believe he had on Instagram. It's 2019, and we're still having to, to talk about this. When when's it going to end? When are we going to have some change? And and it really is. It's. I don't know when change is going to happen because if the FIFA, if FIFA, and if the Italian Soccer Federation is not doing anything about it, I don't know what what's going to have to take to to finally get something to move in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I've always liked Lukaku as a player. Um, 
I think I like him even more now, seeing his his reaction. What um, was his reaction? The, the Instagram post, you know, it's it wasn't, it, you know, wasn't angry, and I'm sure that he has uh, he's faced that many many times. He, he played he used to play in England, and England is uh, is infamous for this as well. But like you're saying, Matt, Italy is probably the worst. Um, of all, at least of the the, uh, the bigger leagues in Europe. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely an issue there, and I don't know if you you heard what the Inter fan said. Yeah, so, oh, Puma, so I want to hear your reaction. On so, this one. Matt, so, do you have the actual? For Inter Milan. You I have, have I have the letter right here. All right, before you get to it, real quick, you know, what I was going to say about Lukaku is that this is definitely not his first time, and unfortunately, it's not going to be his last. Um. Balotelli, you know, the poor guy, he comes back to Italy now to play after basically getting shunned from from Italy. He he's he is black. He is of Ghana uh heritage, blood, adopted by Italian parents, raised in Italy, speaks Italian, identifies as Italian, and booed and chased away by monkey chants by his own fans. And particularly, uh, he claimed Milan at his, as his, like, boyhood club, right? Man, am I right with saying that? Yeah, he said, you know, he played for Inter when he was a kid, but claimed that AC Milan was his, right. his team that he always wanted he to play for. played for both of them, and both drove him away to go to play in England, in which then he wasn't accepted there. So now he comes back to Italy to a smaller club, uh, Brescia, who are located outside of Milan? He's that was his youth team. That's his, he was grew up rooting for them. Okay, so you know, uh, hopefully they accept him. But you know, honestly, he makes one bad mistake, and the, the shit. And then, like you said, this was an Inter fans booing Lukaku or doing that to Lukaku. It was the other team's fans. And now, you know, I would like for you to, to read what the the Inter fans were saying, responded with. Right. These, these were the, the fans of his own team, his ultras, they're the ultras of the team. So the super you know, fans. The, the diehards, the super fans, the ones that lead the chance. And they go, hi, Ramalu, we are writing you on behalf of Curva Nord. Yes, the guys who welcomed you at your arrival in Milan. We are really sorry you thought that what happened in Cagliari was racist. You have to understand that Italy is not like many other nor- northern European countries where racism is a real problem. We understand that it could have seemed racist to you, but it's not like that. In Italy, we use some ways only to help our teams and to try and make our opponents nervous. Not for racism, but to mess them up. We are a multi-ethnic fans organization, and we have always welcomed players from everywhere. However, we have always used that way with other teams' players in the past, and we probably will in the future. We are not racist, and so are not the Cagliari fans. You have to understand that in all Italian teams, people cheer for their teams, but at the same time, they use the cheer against opponents not for racism, but to help their own team. Please consider this attitude of Italian fans as a form of respect for the fact they are afraid of you for the goals you might score against their teams, and not because they hate you or they are racist. True racism is a completely different story, and all Italian football fans know it very well. When you declare that racism is a problem to be fought in Italy, you just help in repression against all football fans, including us, and you contribute to create a problem that is not really there, not in the way that is perceived in other countries. We are very sensitive and inclusive with all people. 
We guarantee you that in our organization, there are many fans of different races or fans coming from other parts of Italy that also use ways to provocate their opponents even when they have the same races or are coming from the same areas. Please help us to clarify what racism really is and that Italian fans are not racist. The fight to real racism has to begin in schools and not in the stadiums. Fans are just fans and they behave in different ways when inside the stadium as opposed when they are in real life. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, there's just so much there. Every, almost every line I have an issue with. Delusion. It's straight up delusion. Yeah, delusion. That's perfect. What do you think? The the first time hearing that. I think it's a cop-out. I think that, you know, it's, people have, people perceive things differently. And people perceive things in a way that, you know, if someone is making monkey noises at a black guy, if the first thing they're going to say, that's racist. Like, that's not right. You don't do that. Like, I think that that letter is straight bullshit. I don't think that the letter does fixes anything. If anything, it makes anything matters worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're not willing to change. They're saying it's his fault. And... No, no, they didn't say it was his fault. No, well, yeah, they did. Well, they're, they're kind of blaming him for, for saying that there's a racism problem yeah, when they but... say that there's not. Exactly. So, when you guys were talking about this and, and I was listening to you guys, it, one of the things that I thought of was... Matt, you 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 might remember this. It happened. Um, it happened in 2012, uh, in an NHL exhibition game with Wayne Simmons. Mm-hmm. So Wayne Simmons is a black hockey player who's playing for the Flyers at the time, and he was in Detroit. Uh, an, an exhibition game in a shootout, and a fan threw a banana at him. You want to know what happened to that fan? He was arrested and fined for what he did. Nobody's arresting anybody in this situation. You know what? You know, it's tough to even hear about... Bon, um, Lukaku? Not Lukaku. Um, Bonatelli. Oh, Bonatelli, yeah. Who's, like Chen said, he grew up in Italy. He speaks Italian. He played for the Italian national team. You know, he's getting the same treatment, and he's Italian. So, you know, there needs to, there's a fine line between... Rooting for your team and just being straight up disrespectful, right? What do they teach you in school? Root for your team. Don't root against the other. Don't root. Don't trash talk the other team. Root for your guys. They taught you that in school. They taught. Yeah, they did. And as a coach, they tell. tell our AD tells us the same thing. Cheer for your team. Don't cheer against the other team. And if they make an error, don't laugh. If they strike out, don't laugh. Don't say anything, right? Just worry about. Who's wearing your uniform? Yeah, I mean, look, when you di- when you dive into the into the world of uh, soccer ultras, it's to say that they can't cheer, you know, they shouldn't cheer against the other team is like telling them that they, that they can't. But like it. I said, there's a fine line. Yeah, of don't cross that line. They no, cross the line. Listen, you can you can you can cheer against the other team when they when they make an error. Right, you you go to a Yankee game and they're they're playing the Red Sox and Mookie Betts drops a fly ball and ends up the Yankees have to say, "Oh, you suck, Mookie, nice job." You know, but saying you suck right, is uh, uh, I'm getting to it. Right, <laughs> you're not you're not you're just being a fan of that team. All right, you're not you you know that Mookie Betts is a great fucking player. He's in the fucking MLB. All right, but good bowler too. Yeah, 
But uh, that starts next week. By the if way. you if you said if you made some racist comments or uh, actions towards Mookie Betts when he was doing that, obviously the Nets are totally different. So with that, with the fan, whoever wrote this fucking letter, uh, his his the quotes I can just see the air quotes these ways that they do it. Um, it's their it's their method of getting to the player's head, and they use it they use this way for all players, which is fucking false um it's fucking bullshit man yeah you don't you won't see them do monkey noises when Ronaldo's taking a PK right you, you, Piontek's so, Pion, not gonna fucking hear monkey noises when taking a PK no. exactly <clears throat> so you know if you wanna boo the guy boo the guy right exactly you know there's ways no, to get into it they'll, they'll do the whistle they'll do the whistle in Europe I love that yeah the so, whistle right they don't boo yeah, <laughs> but my point is is that there's other ways to get in his head than yeah. making monkey noises yeah. like I listen if anybody's listened to this podcast, they know I'm not I'm not for the political correctness of today's world. And you know, people take for granted that we that we live in a country that is sensitive to those things. Yeah, but it's not being po- politically correct. But but no no no. But my point is is that in Italy they're not they're not what's the word I'm looking for? They're not clamping down on that type of stuff, and they're not and the teams aren't aren't reprimanding their fans, and they're not trying to distance themselves from it. Nothing's Nothing is happening. It's just left alone. There's no action. So what would you do if you... Now, is this a visiting team? Were they visiting and the home team was doing it? Or was it the other way around? The the player got booed by the... Home team. Home team. He was on the visiting team. You know, if I was that team, I would release a statement and say, you know, we're not... We don't condone that type of action. Um, we We do not accept that type of action from our patrons or for our from our fans and we apologize all right and then what and then you know i mean you it might be drastic but start throwing people out how about you you shut that fucking section down for a couple games yeah that's that's a statement mm-hmm. you 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 keep your own the diehard fans you keep them out of the stadium for a few games I can I can that, agree that, with that. If you're the owner, that shows that you don't. Money isn't the priority. You know, you want to. What do you stand for, right? If you if you stand for morals and inclusion, then then you do that. You don't let them back in to give them the same opportunity. And then when they come in, you load that fucking section up with security because those those fans, those ultras, get fucking crazy. But hire more for fucking security, and start like you said, start throwing people out. You know, like if or, you or or uh, I, I mean, this might be drastic. I don't even know if this is like legal. But if that shit starts happening, then forfeit matches or cancel the game. That's midway through. Point that's point deductions. Point deductions. Yeah. Don't you don't have to forfeit the game. Every, just point deductions. Two points off. Yeah. And see how, see how much they you know, change their tune. When they get relegated because they were racist, then, we'll, you know, you need to go cheer and, and Serie B with smallest teams. With Austin. Was it really worth it? You know, like, the, the the funny, the thing is, is that, like, if you go back to the old Yankee Stadium in the early 90s, the stuff you heard at those games, you know, it, it was crazy. And especially at playoff games, the stuff you heard people yelling at, at, these, at these players. Nowadays, when you go to Yankee games, it's so buttoned up, you can't, 
do those yeah, things no. anymore. Yeah, the yeah, times are that, changing, and the thing Yankee is, sta- you know, Yankee games though it was, it was a couple of fans spread out throughout the stadium. This is you know the way. Well, it's like the ble- it would be like the bleacher creatures starting a whole chant. Exactly. This is exactly what it exactly. is. Exactly. It'd be the entire bleacher creatures in unison doing that. You know, I mean, and bleacher creatures have a reputation to begin with of being nasty. You know, but you you don't want to wear a wrong the opposing jersey going into the sitting into the right field bleachers, no matter what team it is. Could be the freaking Texas Rangers, and you'll still get shit for it. Not as bad as a Red Sox fan or a Met fan, but or a division fan, you'd still get shit for it. That was a great question. Is there anything else we want to add to that before we move on? It's disgusting. And, and I really, think we're all I think we're all on the same page. It's just really fucking stupid on Italy. Italy's got to get their shit together, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't really follow the politics there. Uh, but what I do know is that they're having a big immigration issue. Um, people don't want to go there. No, it's people are going there. Oh, they don't. They don't want to let people. Uh, they don't want to let people. Citizens, in. right? So, um, it's, it's a it's a fucking mess, man. It's a real fucking mess. Okay, so that was a deep question. Good question. It's sports. It's a sports question. It's a good question. Uh, final question of the night before we get out of here. Um, this actually question came from Matt. Oh, so one's got to go fast food restaurants and we have McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, or Chick-fil-A. Which one goes, which one goes? I already got my pick. Me too. I got, I need to. So who wants to go first? Matt, oh you can God. lead us off. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to start off because okay. I know Puma's pick is going to cause some, some debate. Um, I'm getting rid of Wendy's. Oh my god! No way. Getting rid of Wendy's. I mean, I can live without Wendy's, but the Frosties are good. See, I'm I'm not about the Frosties. I love the Frosties. Spicy chicken nuggets, bro. I'm sure Chick Fil A's got those. No. Right, just just go get some spicy hot sauce and throw it on McDonald's Mc, uh, McNuggets and you got uh, spicy, you I'm, spicy I'm, I'm all about with these three I've got a little bit of everything you know McDonald's classic like uh, hamburgers french fries little chicken fingers chicken nuggets I mean um, the McRib you get the you get the yeah the McRib <laughs> you get the uh, they got the fish brown you got the fucking uh, apple pies uh, Taco Bell you know go south of the border spice it up and then uh, Chick-fil-A, chicken-based. Chick-fil-A is amazing. There you go. That's mine. Wendy's is out. Wendy's. Matt. Chen's I want Wendy's. Matt up next. This one is, you know, might cause some some rift, but it's not my favorite restaurant. It, McDonald's. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Are you no, kidding me? Between those four, get out of my face. What, what is so good about McDonald's? The French fries. The French fries are the best French fries against any burger joint, no matter what. So you you want just potatoes? You you'd rather go for a place for potatoes over something else? Hey, That's when, you when you're saying. when you're hankering for a craving of fries, and McDonald's is offering them for two bucks, you and go. You just go for fries. You just order fries. No, the Big Mac is I mean, classic. I, I would order fries though. I would definitely. I would of get. Of course, a- you would get fries. No, no, That's not my question. Of course, you're getting fries when you go to any of these fast food places. But yeah, I, w- I would you go know, to McDonald's for just fries. Not getting a fucking salad with the side <laughs> uh, with your chicken sandwich, okay? You're getting fries. So you're saying 
You have gone there just to get French fries. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. Call the FBI on that one. <laughs> that is not a psycho move. Get the sandwich, get the chicken nuggets, get the burger, get something else with it. Just get fries. Big, big, large fry. With a burger. It's a right? meal. No, you can most, get the fries most of the time, but I've gotten just fries before. Yeah. Oh, you know what's you know what's sick? You know what's sick? I'll tell you who the sickos are. Those sick fucks that dip their their Wendy's fries in the frosties. Ugh. I I not don't do that, but I've heard it's good, so I can't say. It. So tried it. no, but McDonald's McDonald's though the Big Mac is second to none. The well, well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah, no, no, listen, it's changed. My, it's, it's three pieces of bread with lettuce and sauce, and and some fucking bacon. My my, but my go to fast food restaurant is McDonald's. I don't go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah same with me. Yeah, no, it's Taco Bell. First of all, is the goat, undisputed goat, <laughs> and Chick Fil A has the best chicken, and Wendy's you got the spicy chicken. You got. The junior, the four for four deal is the best deal around. So, uh, is it better than the five dollar box of Taco Bell? Yes, yes. Wow. It's because I when I used to when before they had this deal, I would get junior bacon cheeseburger, nuggets, fries, and a drink. It was like whatever seven eight bucks. Now you get all that for four bucks. It's a no brainer. But McDonald's has the two for five too. I don't want two fucking Big Macs that are overrated. But you don't have to get the Big Mac. You can, get, you can get a Big Mac and a 10-piece or a quarter pounder and a 10-piece. And plus, McDonald's does all-day breakfast. I'm taking both Chick-fil-A and Wendy's Nuggets over McDonald's Nuggets. It's not even close. It's not even, you're saying you would take McDonald's Nuggets over those two? 100%. Oh, my dog. Dude, we grew up with, like, purple meat in those Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those are bad. I would take yeah. them though. I would take them all day though with that sweet and sa- sweet and sa- uh, the sweet and sour sauce sour of the ranch. Oh, oh I, I will say, when uh, McDonald's is the only place that has the buffalo sauce, that's mm. the one you got to go with. Mm-hmm. Dipping. Yes, it's really, yes. Really good. I will say that. And I, I I have to say, I forgot to mention this. I'm a little ashamed, but Taco Bell gets big points in my book because they serve Baja Blast. You can get it. You know about Baja Blast? No. Puma Shake. Wow. You've never. I'm not a Taco Bell fan. I think it's mystery meat. Yeah, but but you've had it. I've had it. Yeah. And you've never had Baja Blast? Mm-mm. Holy crap! You know what that is? No, you got you got to go. Mountain Dew Baja right? Blast. Mm-mm. I'm not a soda drinker. I know, but th- they're the only place that has it. Next time, next time, in the next three years when I go, I'll get it. We gotta put this up on a poll. We gotta do a poll. We gotta go to the cantinas, though. Yeah, we gotta put a poll up. A hey, Nikki. Go to the cantinas. <laughs> alcohol. Soundboard. The slushies with the vodka. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now we're talking. Whoa! All right, what is this? You didn't know about this? This is like a uh, super secret. The cantinas, the ones that serve alcohol. Oh my god! No, I've never heard about this. Yeah, well, we went to the one in Vegas. We got the yardstick. A oh slushy my god! Blast with vodka in it. Oh my god! Really? Oh my! Why didn't we do this for Dean or for you? Well, there, there's 24 of us. <sighs> Fuck. When I went for my friend Andrews, there was only seven of us, eight of us. All right, fair. All right. All right, and Puma, who you who you getting rid of? I think we already know the answer. It's Taco Bell, hands down. He, sa- he says Taco Bell. Okay, Taco Bell for me. 
is not worth it. It's it's not good. Um, oh it's the lowest. It, for me, it's the lowest on the food chain if you count all the fast food restaurants. Jesus. Um, it's because no, at, CC's is the worst. Okay. Every time she gave me appendicitis. <laughs> oh well, talk about almost gave me fucking appendicitis. <laughs> I but it didn't. I rem I remember I had Taco Bell before. Steph and I were like, yeah, let's get Taco Bell before softball. So we went to Taco Bell. We got so we got Taco Bell before softball. Matt, do you ever get Taco Bell before activities? Probably had the best game of your life. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it was the opposite. I was squeezing my cheeks together in the outfield. What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh come on! I got That's a such a fallacy. Taco Bell does not make you shit your brains. It does. Out. Me, it does make me shit my brains <laughs> out. Get? I got What'd a T seven, which is a chicken quesadilla, and I got the. All right. Well, there you go, right there. The That's double beef cheesy burrito. Okay. You gotta get Taco Bell items. You can't. You can't go there trying to get like a authentic Mexican experience. No. Like, oh, I want. Uh, I want enchiladas. You know. No. 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 You get the fucking Crunch Wrap Supreme. A fucking. Uh, yeah. Oh, Matt's Matt's loving <laughs> this right now. <laughs> Cheese ne- according to Crunch, Doritos Next, Locos Tacos. I, I think- Doritos Locos Tacos. So you, if you get the $5 box that rocks, you get choice of two different tacos, these really weird puffed cinnamon oh, twists. I, I throw those right in the trash. Yep. Fuck that Th- straight, <laughs> straight to the trash, yep. And then you get you get a nice drink. You get, you get to sell some Baja Blast, and you got a nice little meal right there. That The, the Halloween, I remember it was like 2000... 2010 or something. Uh, I went to I I oh my god IUP uh, to visit my roommate's friend from back home. Real real little nut little nothing uh, college in middle Pennsylvania. Went to the uh, Taco Bell there around Halloween. They were running the five dollar Halloween box. You get a Doritos Locos taco, and you got some other weird ass taco with the, with the twists and the Mountain Dew. It was, Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, not my cup they of tea. Got, they who, got two five dollars. Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? It's a punter. Oh, that's the punter. I thought. It was, I thought they. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I thought they. Uh, I haven't been. My back has been turned to the game the whole time. I thought they. I thought Rogers got got hurt. They've been eating. The Bears have been eating Rogers' lunch. Um. You got you got completely destroyed there, on the on the sack. But um. But but yeah, no. Taco Bell doesn't do it for me. Um. You know, I um, it's be oh, it, like I said, it's only because it doesn't agree with me, and you know, it has nothing to do with the food. I love, I love quesadillas. I love all that stuff, but it just doesn't agree with me. You know, I can eat McDonald's every day, and I will never, I'll never shit my brains out. I mean, it's not good for you. I mean, that's obviously not, that's not food. You know, it's, oh, it's not, processed shit. It just sits in your stomach. Not food. But I remember when I was young. When I was in, you know, we were in high school, middle school, in between double headers, I would eat McDonald's and I would go have great games after eating can McDonald's. I, can I throw a, a wild card in here? Hmm. Is this kosher with everyone? Yeah. Go for it. How do we feel? Oh, I got two, actually. How do we feel about Subway? I dig Subway. I like Subway. Matt? It's, it's if you want, if you want a sandwich and you're drunk as fuck. And, po- and poor and poor as fuck, with, with nothing yeah with nothing available. Yeah, I mean the the smells are good. I mean <laughs> it's decent. It gets the job done. 
I love it. It smells. The smells are good. Yeah, yeah. Chicken teriyaki is really good. I yep. Subway's right by the CE subway, ACE subway. Yeah. So. All right, and how about Dunkin' Donuts? I drink Dunkin' oh, Donuts yeah. every day. Oh yeah. Fast is it considered fast food? I don't eat its food. I don't. I don't get their food though. I just get. If anything, I'm gonna have their oh, donuts. Man, dude, I. Oh, you're missing out. You're missing I think. Out. I think last year I got a sausage egg and cheese on a multigrain bagel from Dunkin' Donuts twice a week. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't hate it. The the classic move is the croissant. It's just that the croissant doesn't hold up well on the commute. You know, it's, yep. it's flaky. It's all over the place. And if I were to, by chance, run into a student, at least they see me eating a bagel and not a fucking croissant. I mean... Talk about bougie. I mean, if you're eating a croissant, that thing's gone in five seconds if it's me. Because I, I, I as know. soon as I get in the bag, I'm fixing yeah. that in the car before I even go anywhere. Yeah. So I have to worry true. about holding up for me, yeah. at least. No. I mean, if I if I was getting food, I usually got the, the, cream, the bagel with cream cheese. Sesame seed bagel to- toasted with cream cheese. You know what? They put a proper amount of cream cheese. Yes, in the bagels. they do. They do. When you go to these other, when you go to like regular delis, they, yeah, they don't to, put you enough. Yeah, you go to these, you go to these, uh, these bagel places, right? They load that shit up with so much fucking cream cheese. I, I, the guy, this happened to me this past weekend. Got a fucking cream cheese bagel, and first off, she didn't cut all the way through in the bagel. And Ooh. yeah, it's horrible. Well, the so Dunkin' Donuts doesn't even cut the cut the bagel anymore. Yeah, but you know what? It's Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not expecting anything from them, right? This lady didn't cut all the way through. I had to rip it open like a fucking savage. When that happened, cream cheese squirted out everywhere because the, the bagel was hot and there was so much fucking cream cheese, it overloaded. It was sliding out. I took a bite, more, guys, more slid out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Every bite I took, cream cheese was coming out. Halfway through, it was just a bagel dipped. It, or I don't even know melted cream cheese on it. It was, it was horrible. It's horrible. I love that. I love that. I'll be. I'll go on record. I love when when bagel places do that with the cream cheese. Oh, too much is not good, man. Too much is not good. So, but well, yeah, that so. uh, who, that came from Matt, right? No, uh, no other fan. No other fan. Contentious. Very contentious, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good questions all around. Good talk all around. Uh, great to be back with the, the. Great to be back with everybody because yep. you know. Matt, we apologize for not having you on last yeah, time we recorded. Water the bridge. Um, good talk. Got heavy NFL. Love it. Uh, Which we'll be getting more into. Yeah, it's going to be that time of year. Uh, Hockey's right around the corner. Basketball's right around the yeah, corner. Stay tuned. MLB May- postseason. You'll definitely get some good audio out of that one. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So uh, I'm going to sign off till next week. This is Who Do You Think You Are? I Am, and we are out. Later. Later, Gator. Well, it's Monday night and we're ready to strike. Our special forces are in full flight. We're coming by air and on the ground. Monday night football's taking over the town. We gotta get ready. We gotta get right. It's gonna be a battle in the NFL tonight. So get ready. I mean, get ready. Are you ready for some football? A Monday night invasion. Yeah, this is Rockin' Randall Hank with a special alert.
on Monday night time. Let it fly.